tuning in to the Who Is She podcast, and today we have a very special guest with us. We have Brooke, who is a certified nutritionist and a wellness entrepreneur, and she is also the founder of Love Well Nutrition and the Love Well Project. So both of these are focused on improving the lives and the well-being of women through nutrition and healthcare. So Brooke, thank you so much for being on the podcast Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here and to talk to you. Um, yeah, so Erin and I, we met at another wellness event, and it was something about her energy. I was just like, all right, I don't know who this girl is, but we need to hang out. I need to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so happy that we got a chance to collaborate, and yeah. I'm really excited. Self-love and self-care is like a really big buzzword that's going on right now, mm-hmm. and I feel like it can not really be represented to the fullest as far as what it really is. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people associate it with just like pampering yourself and getting your nails done and, you know, going to the spa. So today I really wanted to focus on like, what does self-love and self-care really look like? And what are some tools that our listeners can take away to help love themselves and take care of themselves better? The funny thing about self-care, and I I know that it's trending and it's a buzzword right now because it makes... It makes a lot of sense. Um, and also, I think that a lot of people began using self-care after reading Audre Lorde's quote um, that includes the phrase self-care. But what a lot of people don't know is that self-care is a term that was actually coined, I think, back in like the 1950s or 60s um, when doctors would say, hey, here's your prescription. You know, here's your diagnosis. And here's your list of self-care. The things that you can do to help me take care of you. Okay. So uh, initially, self-care was kind of like this thing that was like, these are the things that I'm going to do to take care of myself in addition to what my doctor does. Okay. Um, but fast forward to today, and self-care has taken on, taken on an entire new meaning. So for me, a day of self-care, if it, you know, ideally a day of perfect self-care would be waking up, doing my morning routine, which is a... Uh, you know, I start my day with devotionals and journaling, and then I have my hot water and lemon. And then, you know, I just move through the day being intentional about everything that I do with every decision I make, like, does that decision serve me? So that's self-care as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) So you talked a little bit about, um, being intentional about everything that you do. Mm -hmm. How important is it to implement healthy habits and how do you actually stick to those healthy habits? Like, okay, I need to get up and do my devotional. I need to drink my hot lemon water. How much of it is planning and how much of it is just straight discipline? It is a mixture of planning and discipline. So I wasn't always like this, you know. Okay. So how did you how did you get to this? <laughs> I used to be like, you know, a crazy 20-something living in New York, like, you know, going to clubs, waking up the next day and, you know, having pasta for breakfast and that was good enough because mm-hmm. that's how my metabolism was set up back then. But, um, you know, once I realized that, okay, my body needs more and it needs a variety of things to be taken care of, um... And so I think it was, you know, kind of first I had to search and I had to find out what what works for me, what things work for me, because, um, you know, a lot of people kind of just grab from what they see other people doing. They're like, I I don't feel good because it's not working for them because it's not working for them because it's not for them. Right. So first you have to sit down with yourself and kind of think like, 
what makes me feel not just good in like the pleasurable kind of way, Mm -hmm. but what makes me feel like centered? What makes me feel calm? When do I feel my healthiest? And those are the things that you kind of begin to weave into your day. And then once you figure out, okay, you have your list of things that you know work for you, then you just figure out, well, when can I do these? When do I have time? And when can I you know, fit them into my schedule? When can I fit them into my schedule or when can I make time for them in my schedule? Right. Um, because I used to wake up at like 8, 9 o'clock mm-hmm. on days that I didn't have to work. And now I wake up at 7 o'clock every day because I know that I need to be up at 7 so that I can do my morning routine. Um, So to give like like an example of what that would look like for somebody else maybe, if you kind of want to begin to to create some sort of self-care practice, the first thing to do, yes, is plan. So decide, here are the things that I want to do. So maybe for you, right, you'd be like, okay, I need to write more. Right. Um, And then I'd also like to move my body in some sort of way. Um, And then I want to be, you know, more aware of what I'm putting in my body. You see how these are more broad than like, I need to write in my journal about my gratitude. (laughs) And I need to go to high yoga three times a week. Because that's where I get off track. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do three times a week. I'm going to do this and this and this. And I'm just like, okay, it didn't work out like that. So I feel like I get a little bit distraught. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's, what, that's the thing. You have to kind of like start in a broad sense mm-hmm. with that just like, you know, not rather than collecting from what other people do, start in a broad sense from the things that you know make you feel good. Then choose those things every day. So for me... I like to move my body a few times a week. There are several ways that I like to do that. For me, that's yoga, that's spin, Mm -hmm. that's a toning class. For somebody else, that might be hiking, it might be walking, it might be swimming. Mm -hmm. Figuring out how to make time for that and doing those things daily. Um, Yeah, and then eventually it kind of, honestly, once you are doing things that are in tune with your body and you are creating the discipline to schedule them um, daily, weekly, It'll just become a cycle and a lifestyle. Talking about nutrition, a lot of times people say like, oh, I need to get into this diet. I need to change. And then I like even some of my friends or people I know and I'm like, hey, it's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Just take it easy and implement small things instead of like trying to do a big diet because you kind of kind of fall off. Mm -hmm. You think about this, right? Any new thing that you want to do, you can't just jump up and do it. Right. And deciding to change the way that you eat or changing your lifestyle and your relationship with food is also not something that you can just do overnight. Overnight. 80% of your immune system is located in your gut, in your digestive system. Your immune system is directly connected to the amount of inflammation that you have in your body. Mm -hmm. And people who have high amounts of inflammation in their body often deal with depression or anxiety. So what is inflammation? So inflammation is literally when the parts of your body are inflamed, irritated, agitated. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think about, you know, as a very simple idea of inflammation is like if you stub your toe on the bed, all your blood is going to rush to that area. It's going to become inflamed. It's throbbing. So think of that on an internal level. Okay? Um... And so the idea is that we want to always work to have our body, you know, uh, not be inflamed. 
So the idea is that we take antioxidants, which are are anti-inflammatory. We, you know, do things like adaptogens, like your turmeric and your ashwagandha, because these Mm -hmm. are things that are going to help to bring your inflammation down, that are going to help to heal your gut and ultimately help you feel better. Um, I can say from personal experience, when I was not watching what I was putting in my body, when I was not watching my diet, I had a lot of anxiety. And it's not just, like, coffee and, like, chocolate and things that have caffeine. Um, You know, it was having too much fried foods, having, you know, too many of the things that my body doesn't like, like dairy. Mm -hmm. You know, this was causing inflammation for me. This I was anxious all the time. Changed my diet. My anxiety level lowered. lowered. Um, I feel better. My skin is not, like, I used to have acne. Don't have acne anymore, you know? Uh, so those choices, so that's just like from a gut health perspective, but then also just stepping outside of like the, I guess, like gut idea, moving into just how you feel about food in general, when you are putting things in your body that make you feel good, it increases your self-esteem and your confidence because you know that you're making good choices, right? You don't eat a pizza and then like be like, damn, I probably shouldn't have eaten that because I have like a gluten allergy. Now I'm not going to feel well. Now tomorrow, how am I going to feel when I wake up and have to go to work? And it's like simple choices like that that you carry. You know, you create like this guilt. So if you create like a better relationship with the foods that you're putting in your body, you make these decisions first, you know, rather than I always tell my clients, don't say I don't say I can't say I don't. You begin making these choices of I don't eat that. I I don't don't put that in my body. I don't. Because I know better. And it's not that you have to be extremely strict. But sometimes I do eat things and right after I eat it, I not even physically, but in my brain, I'm like, I feel bad. Like I shouldn't have ate that. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, I shouldn't have eaten that. And it doesn't make me feel good. So I know. I know that feeling like, ooh, I shouldn't have ate that. It doesn't make me feel good. Yes, and that's the thing. It's like we're talking about doing things that make you feel good. It's not that you should feel... I never want somebody to feel guilty um, about what they're putting in their body, especially when you're thinking about like calorie counting and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in calorie counting. I don't count calories on any of my plans. But when I say feel like bad or not feel right or maybe feeling off balance, Mm -hmm. it's because intuitively... Your body, our minds are much more wise than we think they than we think they are, but than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Your body will tell you when something ain't right. There was a reason why when I saw those ice cream cones coming, <laughs> I would be like, "Oh, that looks so good," but I, I don't know how I feel about that. And this was before I even knew I was lactose intolerant. <laughs> you just knew you like mm, something about that. This is my connecting. Like I think yeah. I'm a pass. Like, how does eating healthier and cleaner foods, how are you able to hear and listen to your intuition more? (laughs) Well, more more clearly. I'm no yogi, but, (laughs) um, you know, I honestly feel like when you are being intuitive about the things that you're putting in your body, you're just becoming more in tune with your spiritual being in general, um, You're removing distractions. Like, for me, food, like, you know, foods that don't agree with my body can be a distraction for me. This is why, you know, if people want to feel lighter or want to feel more connected uh, to spiritual energy, they might go on a cleanse. Yeah. You know? For me, right now, I'm on a cleanse. I'm um, day three in. So what what does your cleanse consist of? 
Right now, I'm just on an alcohol and sugar cleanse. Okay, so no alcohol, no sugar. Yeah, and I'm doing that because it's like, okay, I just want to see how my body feels. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be more focused and, you know, kind of be able to sit with myself in those moments when I would be like, hey, let me go watch Netflix and have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Let's see what I would do with that time and with if my I energy if I, if I wasn't. Wine. You know, let me see how I feel The next day, do I have more energy when I wake up? How often do you cleanse? So for me, everything is about that big word, intuition, intuitive. I do everything intuitively. On average, I probably cleanse once a month. If I travel, I cleanse after every trip. It's like, no doubt. That is one thing that... um, Helps me reset and to helps reset. me kind of just get my my brain and my body back, back on, on track. track. <laughs> yeah, yes, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then for my clients, I have uh, for my clients, I have three day and seven day cleanses. Okay. And I usually suggest to them based on what their goals are to maybe cleanse once a month or once every six weeks. Um, you know, your body. The thing about cleansing is that. The things that you're putting in your body are not making your body detox. It's not making your body cleanse itself. Mm-hmm. Your body does that on its own. Naturally. Okay. Um, what these foods do and when you're when you're going on cleanses and these types of things, it just boosts the, boosts oh, the, process, boost the process and, okay. and helps, your, it helps your body cleanse, helps your body detox. Uh, Love Well Nutrition was um, born. <laughs> After I found out I had a bunch of digestive issues, I found out I was lactose intolerant, I found out I had GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease, which basically feels like really, uh, really bad heartburn all of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, like my gut bacteria was a little bit off. So I found out all of these things and um, wanted to figure out how I can help better serve myself and then... Literally in the middle of that, um, I found out that my mom had colon cancer. So I'm like, okay, I want to dive deep into nutrition to figure out how we can help other, you know, help ourselves, help each other become healthier. Um, and also, you know, heal ourselves by way of food. Right. And um, so Lovewell is based in self-care. It's self-care-based nutrition. Um. The reason I call it self-care based in nutrition is because, like I said, we don't count calories. That's amazing. And the focus for all of the plans are to get your body, your mind, everything back to square one. How it how, how it feels when you feel balanced, when you feel centered. Okay. So a lot of my clients come, that come, come to me have um, existing health issues. So I have clients who have... Um, IBS. I have clients who have uh, hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism. Um, I have clients who have um, renal disease, which is like uh, kidney uh, okay. issues. So, and majority women. So these women come to me and they're looking for, okay, I have all these pills. Mm-hmm. I want to figure out how I can take less or maybe none of these and I want to figure out how to take care of myself with my diet. Because the thing about a lot of the diseases that we have nowadays, they are food diseases. And if you have a disease that was caused by food... It can be healed It by can food. be healed by food okay. or by changing the types of food that you're, that eating. you're eating. But the base of it all is let's figure out what we need to do to heal your gut, right? improve your overall energy, 
and then get your body to like working the way that it needs to to heal itself to heal it because that's the you like you were saying earlier the body does heal itself yes but the type of foods that we eat could either combating. help right it could either help the process speed up the, a little bit or hurt it hurt the process okay. right and so for example I have a client who was dealing with uh, hypothyroidism. Mm -hmm. Hypothyroidism is the one that, um, you know, it's, it deals with your adrenal system. And uh, this, you know, can make people, like, more tired and um, heavier, unable to, like, lose weight, those types mm -hmm. of things. Um, we got her in. We got her on a plan. She has lost 15 pounds. That's good. Um, this was within three weeks. Lost 15 pounds within three weeks hasn't had to take her medicine as much as she used to. She's on a higher dose of medicine, was able to get on a lower dose of mm -hmm. medicine. And her the, the most important things to me that she has said to me is, number one, I can eat and my stomach doesn't hurt anymore. I can That's eat amazing. something and my stomach doesn't hurt. And number two, I have more energy than I've ever had. And, and that's just based off eating the right kind of food. Yes. And then her favorite plus is like, and my skin is popping. And I'm like, yes, girl. That, like your yes. Skin. Your skin. <laughs> that's one of the main things. Like when I, my, like you said, your intuition and your body will tell you. And when I don't eat something that agrees with me, I'm like, ooh, my skin's not as mm -hmm. popping as it usually is. Especially mm -hmm. when it comes to like sugar. Mm -hmm. Is what sugar i'm like oh i just need a little i got a little sweet tooth and then the next day i wake up like wait a minute what yeah. happened yeah so food is food is powerful it's magical it's really really important when it comes to loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves what are three things for all of our listeners today that they can implement into their daily routines to help them improve their lifestyles and their health when it comes to the type of foods that they eat okay so number one if you are not taking a probiotic, take a probiotic. Okay, so explain, because I'm not taking a probiotic. So what exactly is a probiotic? Okay, so a probiotic is a, it comes in, you can get it in pill form um, or you could get it in powder form. But basically it's the good bacteria. It's the bacteria that your gut needs to kind of uh, function properly. Mm -hmm. And it's not only going to help your body, um, you know, it's going to overall improve your gut health and then get things going the way that they're supposed to be. Because sometimes we might not have enough good bacteria okay. or we might have an overgrowth of good. It just kind of regulates the bacteria in your gut. Okay. And in doing that, you're improving your digestive system. You're going to naturally just see like a change. Uh, you know, for me, I saw a change in, in my skin. I saw a mm -hmm. change in my appetite. Okay. I saw a change in the way my body was able to process, you know, foods I was eating. Yeah. I really need to get into that because sometimes I can tell, well, I don't go as regularly as I yeah. should. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I can tell. Sometimes I have to like, okay, how many days? Mm -hmm. And that has just like always been something that I mm -hmm. had to really keep account of. But I always just thought like, oh, I need to drink more water. But it could be that. It could be that. But then it's also try to mm -hmm. probiotic. They're just like these tiny little microorganisms that just mm -hmm. like get in there and just like... Go to work. Go to work and correct <laughs> everything. That's not... But also... When it comes to water, a lot of people who are two things, a lot of people who are like tired and think that they just like don't have energy or yeah. a lot of people who don't use the bathroom, they're dehydrated. dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you haven't used the bathroom, go and drink like 62 ounces of water. If you feel like you don't have enough energy, go drink some water and boost your your blood pressure. 
And there, it's the, there are simple things that we can do to make a big difference, but we sometimes don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. So probiotics. Number is one, one is a probiotic. Uh, number two, uh, I would say if you can figure out, go and ask your mama, what is your blood type? Okay. Because blood type. I am, yes, because I am a huge believer in eat right for your type. Okay. Um, this is a book I read uh, years ago, and I was reminded of it by a good friend of mine, Kristen Olenek, that the ways that our bodies react to food and stressors, a lot of it has to do with the blood type we have because the blood type is directly connected to this type of internal constitution we have. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have O negative blood. That means I have more of a fiery you know, in, inner institution, uh, mm-hmm. constitution. And um, that just means that, like, okay, I can eat more meat. Okay. And then my body doesn't really like these types of beans or, like, this type of thing. And I have, like, a lot of acids, so I have to be careful, which makes sense of why I had gastroesophageal reflux disease. Uh, so, so it's all connected. Yes. Yeah, so check out your blood type. Um, and if you don't – you don't have to buy the book because at this point there's a website. You could just, like, uh, Google Eat Right for Your Type – and take a look at the types of foods that are good for your specific blood type. Um, and you'll probably find, too, it's, it's fun because to me it's kind of like a digestive horoscope. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> oh that's I have why this that blood happens. type. Right, you'll start connecting <laughs> dots immediately. So that is number two. And uh, finally, I would say absolutely hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. When I was younger, my dad used to always, every time I was sick, no matter what I had going on, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Dad, my leg is swollen. I hit my knee. Drink some water. Drink some water. (laughs) What is wrong with this man? He always told somebody to drink water. What did I have to do with it? But it has everything. (laughs) Your body is made up of water. Your brain needs water to function. Your digestive system needs water to function. Your skin is not going to be popping if you don't drink water. And for those of you who, because I've heard it, who have flat out said, I don't drink water. Find a way. Find a way. Add some lemon in it. Add some cucumber. Yes, it is 2019. There are too many options for water drinking at this point. And another tip, um, if you are looking at your favorite Instagrammer's hair and you're like, that girl's hair is popping and oh, I can't figure out like why my hair maybe feels dry or I can't get it to grow the way I want it to. It's all started on the inside. Drink water. Drink water. (laughs) Drink water and watch your hair change. Yes. We're plants, so we have to like water ourselves. Yes, you got to water yourself. (laughs) We always end every podcast with the question, who is she? Okay. So, Brooke, who is she? I used to define myself by the titles or labels that I was connected to so uh sister daughter model nutritionist and when I was in doing that I found that I was giving those words too much power in my life because I was trying to live up to maybe societies or my family or friends expectation of what those titles mean right So while I do all of those things, at the core, I am love, I am faith, and I'm a woman who is constantly seeking 
internal, external, spiritual growth and looking to connect, to connect with other women who are also on that same journey. That's me. <laughs> who is she? That is she. So make sure that you follow Brooke. She is on Instagram. She has a website. So Brooke, let us know where we can follow you on Instagram and your websites and your handles. Okay, so you can find everything at Brooke Slade on Instagram. Um, that's Brooke with an E, Slade, S-L-A-D-E. Um, and there you can find my website, which is also brookslade.com. That's just my lifestyle blog. And you will also be able to connect with The Love Well Life, which is my Instagram for Love Well Nutrition. So yeah, I hope to see you all there. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and share, and also follow Brooke. Because I learned so many like useful tips and tools and I'm just really excited. So make sure that you all comment and let us know what you thought of our conversation.